0: And may the odds be ever in your favor. Hold Up What Podcast. It is Wednesday, September 13th, episode number 75. You know what that means. The Quarter Quell. That's all I got. Hunger Games as the opener, Quarter Quell, you know the rest. I actually enjoyed those movies. I watched them uh, not too long ago. Less than a year ago, I watched all four straight through. Because I like to watch movies like that, like uh, series or trilogies. That's why I can't watch like Marvel movies, because I have to start from the beginning, like every time, just because you gotta get the whole story. You gotta get all the character development, you gotta get all this shit, because once I see a part, then I'm like, oh, I don't know what that is. Nah, it loses me. But anyway, yep, today's episode number 75, The Quarter Quell. And with all that being said, we're gonna get to this date in history, September 13th. History. September 13th, 2008, Hurricane Ike made landfall near Galveston, Texas, as a strong Category 2 t- storm. The hurricane resulted in significant damage across Texas and several other states, causing at least 195 deaths. It was one of the costliest hurricanes in U.S. history, with damage estimates exceeding $29 billion. The aftermath exposed the vulnerabilities in disaster preparedness and led to changes in emergency response strategies. This story has its me. was that the one i didn't think it was ike i thought it was like hank or some shit wasn't there a hank in there hurricane hank Am I making something up that like just buried Houston for like four straight days? It was like 50 feet of water. Then when that fraud, uh, the pastor, um, what's his stupid ass name? The celebrity pastor, Joel Olstein, that dude. Remember he was like, oh, I'm not opening up my church for the, for the people during the storm, that whole thing. Wasn't that hurricane Hank or am I just making Hank up Is Hank was, has it been Ike this entire time? Anyway, we're going to move on because we got big alien news. Again, it's always the fucking aliens, man. Always the aliens. (laughs) When in doubt, just assume it's aliens. Because yesterday, or maybe two days ago, um, I believe I saw it yesterday, so it could have happened two days ago. Could have happened a year ago, but I saw it yesterday. Um, The Mexican government was holding a hearing, and it's in Spanish, so... I'm not going to play it, nor am I going to interpret it. But the Spanish government, Spanish, the Mexico, Mexico's Congress. Sorry, I sound ignorant because I don't know. I don't even know. Gun to my head. I don't even know what Mexico, what what their style of government is. I'm assuming democracy because we wouldn't let communism get that close or anything. Socialism get that close. It's definitely. So I don't know. But anyway, we're moving on. <laughs> we're getting past that before I say something stupid. But Mexico's Congress in a hearing which had Stirred excitement among the UFO people uh, decided that they are going to put on display these non-human remains from, I think, a thousand years ago or some shit. So these remains were found in Cusco, Peru, and were estimated to be a thousand years old. The Mexico City event was spearheaded by journalist and UFO researcher Jamie Mousen, who testified under oath that almost a third of their DNA is unknown and the specimens were not part of our terrestrial evolution. These specimens are not part of our evolutionary history of Earth," he said in a presentation to Mexican government officials and representatives from the U.S. Because we always have to have our nose in it, right? They are beings. They are not beings recovered from a UFO crash. Instead, instead they were found in diatom di- diatom algae. Just say algae if it's algae. Say algae, algae mines, and subsequently became fossilized. Mr. Mauson told the Mexico City delegation the specimens had been examined at the Autonomous National University of Mexico. He said scientists used radiocarbon dating to gather DNA evidence and x-rays had shown one to have eggs inside. Journalist and UFO researcher Jamie Mousen speaks during a briefing on unidentified flying objects known as UFOs at the San Lazaro Legislative Palace in Mexico City. Ryan Graves, a former USA Navy pilot, new US Navy pilot who in July claimed the number of UFOs or UAPs was being grossly underreported by the US government was also in attendance during this thing. So if you Google this thing, for some reason it's not on like CNN or something. I think we're all just kind of sick and tired of UFOs. I said this I think on the last time I mentioned UFOs is that no one gives a shit because everything's way too fucking expensive anyway. So no one really cares. Are, that's cool. I still have to go to work, you know? So no one really gives a fuck, I don't think, about aliens anymore. I think we're over it. Unless they start invading and shooting people, which I think some people would welcome it and be like, yep, <laughs> hey, there are the people over there. Go to, go to Washington or go to fucking... The neighbor across the street who you hate, they're over there. Go get those people. Go abduct them. But anyway, I figured that was breaking news for the alien enthusiasts in the in the audience. And shout out to the new listeners. I got a few texts today saying, How do I actually find your podcast? And I said, You should know, because you see the clips. And they see the clips on like TikTok and shit. But the problem with TikTok is that you can't put links in your bio until you hit a certain threshold of viewers. I'm not at that threshold. I'm about 35% of the way there. So until that point, you have to copy the link out of my bio on TikTok and paste it into a chat or paste it into the browser and go from there. But I do have new listeners, so shout out to them. And while we're on the subject, you can find the Hold Up What podcast on Apple, Spotify, Pocket Casts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Just type in Hold Up What. It should populate right away. You got the logo right there. Or you can find me on TikTok at Hold Up What Pod, YouTube at Hold Up What Pod. And you can consume this heavy content talking about aliens, shit like that. But we're going to move on to, we had day two in the big chair today. These got jumbled, These got jumbled up. I was supposed to talk about this first and then the alien second, but hey, you know it. It is what it is. So day two in the big chair. Um, it was a lot smoother than it needed, than it was yesterday. It was less chaotic because I wasn't setting up my monitors and stuff. I actually had the schedule of because I made my own schedule in there, like stuff I'm going to do from which hour to which hour, and just broke down my entire day and actually stuck to it today. Pretty. Consistently, like there was, it was almost to the minute where I was like, All right, I'm doing all this stuff I need to do. And I know there's going to be busier days and stuff like that, but it was cool seeing the consequences of my actions taking place. And consequences, I don't think have to be a bad thing, right? Like it's like an action reaction type of thing. I don't think, like, I guess that would be the reaction to my actions. So we had to send some people off to do different jobs across the base, across the unit, and they won't be in our office anymore. And that usually happens. If you've been there long enough or if you're qualified for a position and they ask to send somebody. So there's a couple of reasons this had to happen. One, we have a lot of people in my office, so we have a lot of people to give up. And I'm a team player and I'm like, we're going to send, we we have the capability to send people over. In a perfect world, nobody would ever leave each other and we'd sing fucking kumbaya, but that's not going to happen. So part of the doing the duty is putting people's names in and everything. So the last like month or so, I've been being like groomed to make these decisions and I had to make these decisions like two weeks ago, without having to sit in the big chair yet. But he's like, "I'm leaving. You're gonna have to make the. You're gonna have to live with it. So I'm not gonna make the decision, and you're stuck with it. Like whatever you choose, you're gonna have to live with because I'm leaving. So I sent these two off, and one of them's gonna be a project manager. He's gonna get like certified and all that stuff, and he'll probably you know get a college classes for it and all this. It's all good stuff. The other one's going to do a similar job to what he does now, but it's gonna be. More, uh, It's going to vary a lot more. It's not going to just be you sit at your desk, you're doing one job. This is going to be you're doing multiple jobs all at the same time. And it's going to help him kind of progress into instead of doing instead of being on a narrow tunnel, it's going to kind of branch him out a little bit. So I had to make the decisions based on that. And also... It's my fucking office now. And if I don't like the vibe you're giving off, I'm going to have to do something about it. And this is one of the things I can do about it is move personnel around. Not that I don't like them or anything, but they weren't fit. They didn't fit what I was trying to do and the vibe I'm trying to have in the office. So these two people are in the process of turning over so they're leaving we're not getting anybody back anyone experienced at least we're having inexperienced people move into their spot and then move, more inexperienced people moving into those spots so we're gonna have a very it's gonna be like 60 percent or 40 percent experienced and 60 percent inexperienced in my office which when i said this and i threw these names out there they were like are you sure you want to do that like you're kind of gutting your entire office like are you sure like these you're giving up two really good people right now and i'm like yeah Like, first of all, I trust the people I'm going to pick. Like, I wouldn't pick these people just because they're my friends. Like, I would pick them because I know they're capable of doing it. And the only reason they're not doing it is because there's people that are log jamming everybody, which was these two people I picked off. And at the same time, they don't fit the vibe. So, they have to move, but it's not like I'm stepping into their place or, like, it's more shits on my plate. Like, it's, you just, I'm just watching this happen. Like, I'm watching everything unfold. All, like, the pieces fall. Like, uh, the chips, the chips fall as this is happening. I'm like, all right. So this, I anticipated some of this happening. I didn't anticipate some of it happening, but for the most part, it went like 85 percent the way I thought it was going to go. Where people are like, all right, so since he's gone, I want to do that job, or since this person's gone, I want to do what he was doing, like you know. And they are people jump at the opportunity, and then there's other ones where I have to be like, all right, now you're going to be doing this, and they're like, well, I don't know. It's like time to fucking learn, dude. So it was fun. Day two in the chair. I'm sure tomorrow will bring some new issues and whatever but it was good so i should have talked about that first but i talked about the aliens and now i'm talking about this but we're also going to move on to fast food big subject so i drove past there's a um the commissary on base which is like our grocery store for some reason the freezer right in the front when you walk in usually has like the deals like the like the what do they call it like the chef special shit like that the stuff they're trying to push you know and it's usually like big um like bulk stuff so you can buy like a massive amount of like rice you know it's like right in the front it's like shit they're trying to get rid of not that it's going bad but it's like the chef special they want you to buy that stuff for some reason there was it was loaded with white castle burgers like the, the, the frozen white castle burgers and i'm like i mean white castle burgers bro and the one kid's like i love white castle so we got a whole case for the office right it was like 24 burgers and you have to microwave them so they're kind of gross but White Castle's gross in general. However, everyone knows White Castle's disgusting. Like, it's nasty. I don't know what kind of meat they're using. It's gross. But White Castle's fucking awesome. I've had White Castle, I think, like six or seven times in my entire life. But I remember I remember each and every one of them. Because I've eaten like 30 of those burgers. You wash it down with a mountain of Coca-Cola. The fries are awesome. It's such a good, but you feel like death afterwards. But it's really good. And I would sign up for it all the time. If there was a White Castle down the road, I'd get it every day. And White Castle Still exist. They're just not like growing or anything. If anything, they're shrinking, but slowly. But they they stay in their lane, you know? They're open like 24/7. They're definitely open to like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. and they're just pumping out these little sliders. But why does this shit taste so good, right? Like it's fast food and it's designed this way. It's designed to like hit all your taste, but salty, sweet, savory, all this stuff. So like you take a bite of it, you get that savory, buttery, greasy, and then the salt kicks in. And then you wash it down with sweet, and then you need to counteract the sweet. You need the fat. You need the salt to counteract the fat and the salt. You have the sweet, and then you just continuously go. That's why they say fast food's addicting because you got to keep the cycle going. Like there's not a there's not really other than doing stuff in the bedroom, and putting your retainer in after a long day, there's not a lot of better feelings than biting into a fast food cheeseburger, throwing some fries in your your gullet, and then washing it down with soda. It's just like, it's like a perfect combination. It hits all the notes. McDonald's is really good at doing that. White Castle's another one. Taco Bell. Like, there's a reason these places are huge, and they exist and they're convenient. They're fast. They're on the go. Not fast lately because no one wants to work. We'll get into that later. That dickhead from Australia said like corporations should just lower wages and fire a bunch of people. Crazy take, but it's quick. It's easy. It's cheap, it's fast, you're getting it, and you're. it tastes good. You're, it's always going to hit. You can have, like, there's, like, good McDonald's, bad McDonald's, because, like, the workers there don't give a shit, but then, for the most part, though, it, it only ranges from, like, say, like, the best McDonald's you had is a 10, it only really dips down to, like, a six and a half. Like, the worst Big Mac you've ever had is still a Big Mac, so it's still going to be, like, a six and a half, seven. The only way it goes below a seven is if, if it's, like, there's fucking hair or... Obviously, it's ice cold. You know what I mean. Then it's then that's a whole different issue. But for the most part, you know what you're getting every time. You can go to any McDonald's and get the same thing, and it's going to taste the same every time. That's the best part of it. However, because it's so convenient and it tastes so good, and the cycle in your palate just keeps going when you're eating it, it makes it unhealthy. But actually, but is it actually unhealthy? Right? Because ever, growing up, like you shouldn't eat that. For, well, back in my day. It was encouraged to eat that shit because it was quick, easy, fast. You know what I mean? Like it was good to go. And then all of a sudden, they're like, it's horrible for you. It's loaded with fat. It's loaded with salt, loaded with calories. It's disgusting. It's loaded with preservatives, all this stuff. And yeah, you're right. But is it actually that bad for you? Right? Because I ate it a bunch of times. They They put a McDonald's right outside of the hockey rink once. Such a perfect spot because in between games, if you're there for a tournament and you're there the entire week, the McDonald's is right there. Perfect spot. I ate McDonald's once. I'm eating it. I had a Big Mac, large fries, soda, all this stuff. And we get a phone call. The coach is like, Hey, dickheads! We're on the rink. The game before us got canceled, so they moved up. They moved our game up an hour. So, like, I'm literally chewing McDonald's on my running to the locker room, and I'm like, I'm gonna puke. We're all gonna puke. We just ate McDonald's. Best game we've ever played. I think it was a mercy. We beat the hell out of this team. And granted, we were really good, but I didn't feel. I felt great. I felt. The only thing I I smelled like McDonald's. Felt great though. So I'm like, what the fuck? You're telling me this stuff's horrible for you? Meanwhile, you got like Jordan, Michael Jordan, Michael Phelps, the Olympics their sponsor and everything you're like these athletes are eating it what the fuck then so like is it that bad and it's like it's one of those things you have to eat in moderation right and it's not the highest ingredients they use so it's not you're getting like the beef they're using isn't like you know prime shaved prime rib or some shit like they're using like cheap ass meat loading it with like some fillers like some grain or some wheat or some shit mixing it all together slapping it into a patty and you're on your way. And it is high in fat, salt, and sugar. However, everything else is too. So if you're just counting calories, right? If you're a calorie counter, you're not even a macro counter. You're just counting how many calories you're having a day. You can easily eat fast food every day if it fits your calories. Like there's nothing wrong with that. You might have a way more sh- way more salt or way more sugar or way more fat than you would normally have. But the easiest trick in fitness is just eating less than you're burning off. You just be in a calorie deficit deficit. So that actually works. So is it bad for you? Like everything, if you have it in in excess, then yeah, it's terrible for you. Is it the best ingredients? Not really. However, there's also worse things you can be eating, like the meat from White Castle. (laughs) But there's, it's really not that bad. So what about that fraud Morgan Spurlock, right? Remember that dickhead? He was the uh, supersize me guy. He had his 30 seconds of fame before he got called out for being a pervert. Excuse you. He burped. I don't know if you guys heard that. If you guys heard that, I just want you to know. I'm sorry. Um, Morgan Spurlock did that documentary, Super Size Me, where he ate a McDonald's diet breakfast, lunch, dinner for 30 days. Right. And he ate breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Everything he ate was McDonald's for 30 days. And during the whole... Th- thing he gains weight his blood pressure goes up his liver shuts off his kidneys go bad all this stuff and people are like oh this is why i'm not going to do it and like mcdonald's did get rid of their supersize i think they still have it if you ask for it but they don't because it used to be like do you want to supersize that like or supersize it and you so they can't they don't offer it anymore but i'm pretty sure you could still get it either way their large is basically a supersize at this point so he did this for 30 days he gained all this weight all his blood pressure all his health went to hell but then after the fact, nobody was re- able to recreate this. And even in the documentary, they they talk to a guy that eats a Big Mac every day. He eats like three Big Macs a day or some crazy shit. He's like, "This is the best sandwich ever," and I don't I, I don't disagree. But he ate one for like the last like twenty five years, and he's completely healthy. He's skinny. He does. He has great blood pressure. Like they interviewed him, he's like, "I'm a normal dude. I just love Big Macs. Like I get one every day." Then he's completely fine. So people that have tried to recreate this, you know, trying to get their online cloud as being like, oh, I'm going to do supersize me as well and watch this. And they try it and they're like, I'm not getting the same results. And no one really could imitate these results the same way. So they dug a little deeper and they're like, wait a minute we can't reproduce these results in a lab setting no one can do it independently so what was this guy actually doing turns out this guy was an alcoholic and he was using pills too i don't know about the pill thing i've heard he's been using he was using pills at the same time but he was definitely an alcoholic and he was drinking alcohol so he was drunk a lot of the time during this and he had like an alcohol he had alcohol problems before that so like he was like a, in recovery so his liver was fucked already so now you're adding so like in the movie they show him getting a enzyme test for his liver. And they were like, Yeah, your liver has the same toxicity as a alcoholic. And he's like, Oh, it's from the McDonald's. And like everyone believed it. Turns out it's fucking fake. Why would McDonald's destroy your liver and make it look like an alcoholic like it doesn't add up like you know what i mean like people, doctors were like that doesn't make any sense like he's obviously drinking so after the fact like oh yeah maybe there's these results are flawed because the cameras weren't on him at all the time and obviously he had to sleep so like he could have been drinking and there was like All the evidence suggests he was drinking this entire time. So, fraud. And then, this guy, during the whole Me Too movement back in 2017, which was an insane time in human history. That was the craziest shit. Every day you woke up and you're like, who do we get now? Like, who's next? You know? Because they were just like, every every high-level white dude, CEO, actor, news anchor, if they've been working from pretty much like 1985 until... 2015, they were fucking grabbing the secretary's ass. Some of them were jerking off onto plants, all this stuff. So this guy saw this coming. He's like, I'm going to get caught because he's a fucking pervert. So he writes a blog post confessing. He got out in front of it, confessing what he did with sexual harassment, sexual misconduct, all this stuff. And he details an occasion where he slept with a woman and she believed it was rape, and he also admitted admitted to settling a harassment allegation at his office. So he kind of paid this lady off to keep it quiet because he had like that show, I think it was called Super Size Me, where he went around and like fucked with people. He did one about chickens. I don't know some like chickens who knows big chicken big uh, poultry he was going after big poultry and it was cool and everything but people were like oh wait you're a pervert never mind but he came out like ahead of it and then they were like well you weren't that talented anyway it's not like you're an actor you just did one thing that was really cool and yeah we didn't really like you that much anyway and then we find out he's a fucking fraud so um fuck morgan spurlock <laughs> but we're going to move on we are we've been running long lately and I'm sorry for that but we're at 26 minutes now. We still have to go over the NFL picks of the week. The fantasy teams going in hot this week. 1-0. The hottest start of all time in fantasy football. i and That's thats not me saying it. People smarter than me have said that. So we're going to put some money down this week. See what happens. If you didn't know, I did lose last week. But what can you do, right? We're here for a short time. Not a f- We're here for a fun time, not a long time. Something like that. We going to log in. I'll give it to DraftKings though. If you flash off this screen, their screen for like anything longer than a minute, they lock your they lock your shit. I mean, I'm cool with it. Not that I have like kids running around in here that can just go in my account and place a bet. That'd be wild. Brady, please. Alright, verify that. And this week, for our gambling, we're gonna be taking. Come on, check location. We know, we know, we know. Come on, fucker. There we go. So this week's bets, we got Same game parlay, New York Giants. New York Giants, well, first of all, the New York Giants are playing the Arizona Cardinals. So I'm going to have same game parlay. New York Giants money line, and the over at 39.5. I know both teams. I know the Giants haven't scored a point and the Cardinals suck. 39.5 is a pretty low number. It's an alternate line. So we're going to do that one. And also, I did do another parlay, which might, may or may not hit. Who the fuck knows, man? It's crazy out here. But we're not going to get into it. It's 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 like an 11-leg parlay. We're not going to have to talk about it. So with all that being said we're going to wrap this baby up. Um, Again, appreciate all the new listeners, new followers, the ones that vote on the TikTok polls. Couldn't be doing this without you, but we're having fun. Me and Big Brady, if you can hear him in the background, are doing it big. So like I said, New York Giants money line and the over at 39 and a half Giants Cardinals. Let's get this bread.